<laughs> they would say a person wants to be a mover and a shaker, so I'm a mover and a shaker. Dear Shu was finished making CMS of himself as Nadorim on uh, Sunday, starting with Hetas Nazar. So I just want to share with you one thought. It's in Hisara. It's a thought from Hirsch, and it's, it's a powerful thought. I think it's a thought to think about the beginning of this month. Um, there's a very enigmatic Gemara. The Gemara says that a person who makes a netter is as if, as if he built a bomb, is a Mizbeach, which is found outside of the base of Mikdash, and it's also to build it. And if you keep the netter, is it, it is as if you're marker of a carbon on the on the, the bomb, which is the Nisataraisa, Chiv Chorus. The person makes a netter and he keeps the netter. That sounds pretty nice. Makes a netter, keeps the netter, and we're calling him Kili. He built a bomb, and he's a marker of a carbon on the bomb. It's very like. What, what's the point in the Gemara? So Hirsch has his mahalach, the other mahalach, but Hirsch has his mahalach. He says, why does a person make a netter? A person makes a netter, he feels he has an area of avoider that he needs to work on, and he realizes that to motivate himself to do it, he doesn't have the strength to do it himself. If he undertakes a netter, a netter is binding, it becomes a halacha, he's mechir to do it, so it's a good thing. He forces himself to deal with the issue. Okay, so that's good. It's a beautiful thing, a netter. So what's negative about it that He's killed being Makar recovered on the bomb. So he understands that the idea of being Makayimit means he maintains it. So I had my problems yesterday. I realized what they were. I addressed them. If I keep addressing them, what I'm doing is getting stuck. Today's fights are not yesterday's fights. Today's growth is not yesterday's growth. I, I beca- it becomes instead of being a source of inspiration, it becomes a straitjacket. It, it holds me back. Yes, I overcame. I, I had a problem with you know with, with davening. So I really worked on davening. I became better at davening. So I feel very good about that. So I keep working on it. But maybe it's time to move that to the side and, rec- and, and address the other th- areas in your life that you need to address. Well, it's much more comfortable to stay talking about davening because davening I feel gashmakin already. I have a shayfus to it. So instead of addressing the fact that I have a temper issue, I'll, talk, I'll, I'll work on davening. So this avoid uh, became a straitjacket. It's called a kind where a person maintains the netter. Instead of being mad to the netter, i.e. moving on to another area of avoid, he gets stuck in something. It's a problem. That's even when it's something which is positive. Uh, I believe that uh, one of the, the challenges we have in the area of avoid is the things which are which are quote unquote not parif. You know, I have a certain persona that this is who I am. I like to present myself like that. My friends know me like that. Becoming something different makes me uncomfortable. It makes the people around me uncomfortable. You know, I, I'm not sure who I am anymore. They're not sure how to deal with me. You know, so I'd rather just like, sort of stay who I am because staying who you am is comfortable. Uh, as opposed to saying, you know, I realize I need to move on, I need to become something bigger, something better, and I could do it. And this week's parsha is the, is the, the we, we were presented with Avram Avinu, we're presented with a person who Chazal referred to him as Avram, the Torah refers to him as Avram Avri. Chazal understand what is Avram Avri, the whole world was on one, one side, and he was on the other side. 
so to, to understand that concept, I, uh, I read a book many, many years ago. I actually looked today to see if it's available. It's, it's out of print. And so Amazon had it, had it for just $199 available. $199, a used copy of it. You can see it's like shredded a little bit. I wasn't, I wasn't tempted. The name of the book was called Sabata. Sabata is Russian for Shabbos. And this is about a Lubavitcher Chassid who was in Russia under, the, under the, the, the communist regime who was put in prison for keeping Yiddishkeit. And they put him into these prisons and the goal was to be Heshman Mechal Shabbos, etc. And he refused. And they beat him and etc. And the story basically goes, he came to Prison X and explains Prison X was known for issues A, A B, and C. None of them very positive. And they would attempt this type of torture to him and this type of torture. And he didn't give in. And finally they realized they can't break him. They sent him to the next prison. They started over again. After about a hundred pages of reading, I couldn't read it anymore because it's so painful to read. You can't even read it. He was in the prison system for 20 years. He was not Mechal Shabbos. 20 years, he was not Mechal Shabbos. Eventually he made it to Eretz Israel. Ravaran actually told me that he met him. He lived in his little, you know, little dinky apartment over there in Israel. And uh, this is a person who endured 20 years in, in the prison camps in the, in the gulags to, uh, to never want to be Mechal Shabbos. And he was willing to, he's ready to give up his life, but that, that, for whatever reason that didn't happen, the person decided to keep him alive. Where do you get that from? How do you do that? So Rebbe says a fascinating thing that if you want to you understand what a muna, the key of a muna is, how clear does a muna have to be? What's the goal? She so says, imagine you have a muna in the Baruch Hu, and you move away from all of your friends, and you're all by yourself, and you move into a place where everybody laughs at you for what you believe in the whole day. They make fun of you the whole day. Day and night they say, you're ridiculous, it's not true, you're foolish, you're stupid, you're antiquated, you're, you know, come on, grow up, you know, and we're better than you, and you're smarter than you, and you're, you're, you're stupid. And, and they say to you the whole day, and there's nobody there to support you. You're all by yourself. And your muna does not waver. That's the level of a muna that a person's mechuyiv to have. That's the mitzvah of a muna. Anoichei Hashem alakecha is a chi of a messiah's nefesh. It doesn't just mean giving up your life. Being killed like Kedesh Hashem. It means living it even though it's hard. Well, he picked probably the hardest example you could give. This person did it. There is a. I don't know what the most of you really said. I didn't stay for the end of the. Some years we sing this, this song. They sang it this year? Yeah, I'm sure Ron said the story. Rukhaim Shapiro describes in his book that he met this individual also in the gulags he made himself look like a Meshuggah so he lived all by himself he had no friends, he had nothing but this way he was able to keep Shabbos because that, that's real how do you do it? how do you do it? the answer is if you believe in something I, can, I believe in something, you know what, I convince you not to believe in it Somebody comes to me and says, you know, this is really a table. This is really a car. It's not a car. It's a standard. I don't argue, I'm not going to argue with the guy. 
He's the Meshuggah. What about the whole Meshuggah tells me, I'm telling you it's a car. You're all Meshuggahs. It's not a car. Because I know that it's a sender. The Kodesh is real enough to us that the whole world tells me that I'm crazy. I don't care. You're, you're all crazy and I'm right. Ah, you don't know that you tell me that. That's your problem. Game in your song. That's how you do it. If you believe in a Kodesh Baruch Hu, you start wavering. Maybe they're right. You know, believe this. I believe that. You know, it's not a moon. It's idea. That's how the Kavicha the Pesach says. You have to know him. Rama Vino is on one side, and the whole world's on the other side. So, Baruch Hashem, you know, we have a good Masara. He was the first Meshuggah. In Europe, in every single stuff, they had a person called the, the, the Shtat Meshuggah. Right? So, I once heard from one of Rebbeim, it says, you know, it was important to have a Shtat Meshuggah. Every little shtetl had a Meshuggah. Because at least somebody in the, city, in the city would say the truth. He doesn't really care what people think about him. That's the mile of a Meshuggah. Like, hey, you know, you, th- you, know I, you think I'm a Meshuggah. Okay, fine, I don't care, because I'm a Meshuggah. And now I can tell you the truth. Well, you, you're not going to like me because of that. You're going to make fun of me because of that. I don't care, because I'm a Meshuggah. That was the mile of the Meshuggah. Ramavino walked around the whole world at the beginning, thought he's a Meshuggah. I mean, you don't believe in a Meshuggah. They're like, that's a Meshuggah. Come on, everybody knows about Meshuggah, right? Like, what do you think? I mean, what do you think? I want, I want, what's your problem? Like, ah, come on, you know, come on. Day in and day out, all of a sudden he went to, he went to, he went to school, you know, with this little bag in the back, you know, it said, it said God, and everybody says, come on, Ketchka, you know? You're on the wrong team, kid. It's like, you, you know, you, you walk into, like, some areas of New York with the Red Sox, you know, thing in your back. You've got to be kidding. Like, you know, it's dangerous. He's, he, 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 his clarity of HaKadosh Baruch Hu was so clear to him it was so obvious to him it was so real, it's the standard and the whole world can tell me it's a card it's, it's a never, I don't know, something happened to their mind they're all thinking, they're all Meshuggahs that's the mitzvah of Amunah Anoch is to have the clarity to understand the reality which we live in so Rebbe says the Kavit Memorial and says, you know this is a mind-boggling thief. The thief is the boy turns 13 years old. He's admits, okay, personal self with him on the gun. He says, listen, either, either admit, you know, this is not true, or I'll kill you. He says, you know, yesterday I was 12, and I was only under remits. I'm not going to my life. Now under remits, I'm going to my life. I have such clarity in the last minute. I got it now. Ready to go. Aristotle, Aristotle couldn't figure it out, and my 13-year-old mitzvah boy is ready to go. Really? He's going all the mitzvahs. Kiddush Hashem to not to deny the reality of a Kodesh Baruch And the second question he says, Chazal say, Minus, this is Minus, denying the reality of Kodesh Baruch as Minus, it's atheism. Where does the Torah say the Isra of doing that? The Zuminus, Chazal say. So Mechana says, Zoom minus. Levavka minus. Minus is in the cup. You think, and you philosophize, and you challenge, you think, you know. Right? What is it with the heart? 
And he says also, the third kasha, he says, the Ramah will learn there's a mitzvah of Amunah. Now that's a little bit difficult to understand the mitzvah of Amunah. So, so I walk up to the person and listen, you know, do you believe in Kodesh Baruch? He said, no. You have to. I said, why? Because God said you have to. He said, I don't believe in God. But, but, but you know, there's a mitzvah to believe in him. It's like, what does that mean? You need, to have a mitzvah, there's three parties to a mitzvah, right? There's three parts to a mitzvah. There's a mitzvah, there's a mitzvah, there's a mitzvah. There's a commander, there's one who's commanded, and there's the command. The guy said, I don't see any commander. There's nobody there. Yeah, but he said you have to listen to him. I, I don't believe in it. So, well, how, can, how are you making something to believe in something he doesn't believe in? How's it work? So, Rechonah says, we got to talk. The moon of the Kurdish is obvious. It's so clear. You look at the world. Astro Bikiva says, you know, prove the existence of God. He says, you know, um, there's a standard here. Where did it come from? It came by itself. No. You know, just having a piece of wood, hurricane. You, you understand that we all intuit that there's a maker. The world is a little more complex than a, than a standard. We intuit that there's a maker. We know that. So why, why is a lot of the world walking, walk, walking around without intuiting that? Because I'll say, the Kleisel, there was everybody about Azora, the Hatlam Arias before Hesia. God said, no, Arias. We wanted Arias. So the answer is, do what is Arias? We can, we can do Arias. So there's Shaykhad, Rebbe Khanan says. There's Shaykhad. There's something which is convincing me not to see a Kaddish There's something which is enticing me. So what, what, one source of enticements is that I said this was over t- uh, 10 years ago. And I, I quoted a fascinating. Uh, I, like it says, Imam Shechazal. On the spell that the fellow was willing to actually say it, but Imam Shechazal. So in 1965 was when they, they Wilson and Penzias came out with the Big Bang Theory. You know, they've done the, the research and they presented it to, the, to, the, to the, the, science, the scientific community. This idea of, the, of, of there's a moment of creation. And there was a lot of reaction to that. So the New York Times wrote an article which had a great line in it. He says, this now is the scientist's worst dream. It's a bad dream. Right? Science has been scaling the mountains of knowledge for thousands of years to get to understand the origin of the universe, the question of all questions. They get to the top and there's, there's like all these monks sitting there and saying, I told you so. There's all the theologians sitting there and saying, we've been here the whole time. So in response to that article, one of the top scientists writing says, I had reasons why I didn't want to believe in God. It would have inhibited my hmm, life. So therefore, I don't want to believe in God. Matarais for Hesia, you gotta leave it for the You can't believe in God. His mama seems to Chazal. Okay, so that's not our problem. That's not the impediment we're grappling with. I mean, we're grappling more with a piece of cake than that. Okay, okay, fine. So what's our shorchad? I think part of our shorchad is. Amun is Machai. Okay, Kodesh Baruch is real. He's real. He's there. See, he's real. He's right here. Um, I shouldn't be baffling right now, probably. 
I probably should be cowering in my present, my year, year from Kodesh Baruch Hu. So the first Ramah in Shulchan Aruch, Pasuk and Tillim, he says the person's way he speaks, the way he walks, the way he opens his mouth, nothing is the same when you're in the presence of the Melech. That's like a whole new way to live. That's a whole different ball game than what I'm used to. And we like what we're comfortable with. And I'll do like what we're comfortable with. Even if I'm ready to change, I'm uncomfortable if everybody thinks I just I just flipped out. Like he went there and so said he flipped out. You know, like it's not said as a compliment. Like all of a sudden he starts believing in God. You know, like he starts doing like these strange things, like davening nicely and learning nicely and doing chesed. You know, and all these strange things. People, my friends, are going to think I'm weird. I'm going to be uncomfortable because I'm not used to this. I don't know how to deal with this. I don't want to change because change is... Like, I made a persona. I'm like a cool guy like this. You know, I Everybody knows like that. Oh, i got to change. You know, like, oh, like, like you know, all of a sudden, take the hair, put it this side, like, you know, down here. Instead, I'm just very uncomfortable. I'm not ready to do it. That's our shaykhat. It's uncomfortable to change. So instead of facing our fears Shemuel Chodan says that that's the, the shaykha the, the, the mitzvah is you know deep down that the game the issue is shaykha address your shaykhas address them that's the mitzvah the mitzvah is deal with the things that are stopping you from seeing the, the, the reality in front of your nose I look at this thing and I, and I see a car but deep down I know it's not a car because you know, I, I tried it for three times I tried to make it go it doesn't, doesn't go anywhere it's a dead car it must be the batteries that I tried to change the battery it doesn't work at some point in time I said what's the problem why am I seeing a car over here when it's really a standard what's the, what, what am I scared of because everyone in the room says it's a car and I don't like being different than everybody else they have all these wonderful studies these, you know, the psychologists do these studies the sociologists do these studies about you know they, they show a person a picture you know, they have these students which are hired to, you know, in, the, in the class, and they have this, this, the, the, the test people that get, you know, what's this picture? There's a picture of a bird. It says, how do a picture of a bird? We, I don't know that that's a picture of a, a table. You know, the studies, multiple times, the same studies, eight out of ten people will change their, 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 what they see the picture is, even though they know what it is, because everybody says it's different. Because they can't deal with peer pressure of thinking that they're stupid. And two people, one or two people will say, no, I'm telling you, it's a bird, it's not a table. <laughs> Come on, you know, what are you talking about? Everybody knows it's a, it's a table, it's not a bird. What are you going to do with a bird? Looks like you're a table. Like, uh, this is what they do. They, they, they already gangs up on the guy and they, t- they, they make fun of him, and, and the guy gives in. Then the one guy who stands up, they go after him again. So the two guys, they usually after that, like one, usually it's about six and the, four, and then they get out of the four, they usually get to the two and two to give in. So everybody tells me that this is a chair, this is a car, it's a car. Have you, have you ever driven it? No, but it doesn't make a difference because everybody said it. Everybody said we're scared. We're possibly scared because we define ourselves by what people think of us. That's our shaykhah. We're scared about our friends, that our friends will think that, you know, 
this guy is like, I really want to move forward. I really want to grow a little more. But my friends, they're still a little bit further behind, and, and they're not going to be comfortable with me moving so, becoming self room. So I'd rather hold back. I want to call out to my friends because they're going to think like I'm like you know something happened to me. That's the sh- that's a very scary shaykhad because deep down it means we don't have we don't have a moon in ourselves. So we spoke about last week, you know the. That part of a moon is the moon, uh, the Russian was believed in the world and he created us. So Rosodic says, we mentioned this last month, Rosodic says, the Russian created me. He created me, and Chazal means the whole world was Kadai for me. So if I'm valuable in the Kodesh Baruch's eyes, to the point he's willing to create the whole creation. That, what, that only I should walk the face of the earth in the 6,000 years out of the millions and millions I, I, I just I should walk the face of the earth I must be pretty important so don't define yourself by the guy next to you the person is willing to create the whole creation not, not just this world but all of the, the universe the, the light years and the light years and the light years of, of distance just for me the person is making an extremely strong statement of how much he is machshev me. I'm valuable. I'm chashev. I don't need you to define who I am. So you think I went off the deep end. Okay, and now for what? Now I, I'm, not worth, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't feel good about myself anymore. We're so vulnerable. We're so vulnerable. We don't believe in ourselves. We're so scared of what somebody else thinks of me. We define ourselves by somebody else. That's a horrible way to define who you are. Because it's clown it has no shaykhs to reality. My friends tell me that you know that you know, you know, you look like you're five you're five ten. So I'm now I'm five ten. But they all said I'm five ten. You know, so I got I have to join the basketball team because I you don't want me on the basketball team, I guarantee you. Right? Besides my height, for other reasons. Everybody needs covered. Covered means value. Covered means we need to know we're valuable. The most healthy way of having covered is that intrinsically you know that you have value. And you see it with high school kids. You see it in the world of kids all the time. It's the high school kids, you know, right? you have a kid, he's a nice kid, a sweet kid, he acts out in class every day. What's he doing? Why is he doing this? He needs to be noticed. He needs to be noticed. Because this way he feels like he's somebody. I, they laugh at him and they make fun of him, but at least he's noticed. Now, Ritursky has this, you know, this, one of his books, he quotes this study that they have, that he said multiple times when they had him deal with like a criminal, like, you know, made it big, he made it onto like in the front page of the, the Pittsburgh Gazette. Um, okay, right? You know, because he did something. I, I don't know how big the paper is. It's not the New York Times, right? The guy walks in, he says, look, I'm on the front page of the paper. Because I robbed the bank. So I made it. I'm a somebody. The world noticed me. Reverse, I, I want you to know that's not a healthy way to get, get covered. In case you're not aware of that, it's not a healthy way of getting covered. But being the class clown is the exact same thing. <coughs> or the, the kid who's a show off. What, what, he's a, what, he's a Balgaiva? He's not a Balgaiva. 
And, you know, someone told me, this boy has to work on Gaiva. His problem is not Gaiva. His problem is he has low self-esteem. And the way he fills up that hole in his heart, he feels he's worthless by getting everybody to tell him that he's wonderful. Because he's so smart. The person who has, has healthy self-esteem really doesn't need you to tell me that I'm smart. I might be smart, I might not be smart, but who cares? What's it with you? I'm, I'm trying to be as best as I can in the conversation. So, if we're doing a Dover Toiv, can become a straitjacket. Because that was yesterday's fight. And that was yesterday's Avaidah. These things are not Averis. They're not Averis. There's nothing wrong with it. But they're straitjackets. They limit growth. We have a, a six month winter in front of us. Rabbi Kamenetsky Zatzal said that, um, said about a certain Yeshiva wasn't successful. He says because. The, the Mila, uh, for Shiva to be success, successful, it needs a winter. This, is, this place was in a very balmy climate, you know. So there's always the outside calling you. The winter gets dark early. You're like, what are we going to do? Where are you going to go? You know, it's much more, it's, you know, it's nice to be inside. So you pull, you pull to the base vendors more. You have a winter in front of you. And, and there's so much opportunity for growth. There's something to do with the clarity which we, which we can get over a winter of who we are, what we want to accomplish in life, how much we actually are going to accomplish in life, and feel good about it. And look back at the end of the winter, you know, I really had a very productive winter. I really felt good about it. I challenged some of my fears. I overcame some of them. I moved forward in some of them. Some of them I was not successful, but I'll, I'll, I'll get back to it. I feel confident about myself. I feel good about myself. I did it. I stopped being scared of how I'm defined by what I'm comfortable with and what people think. And I realize that a Kershborg who believes in me and he has a plan for me and he wants me to accomplish something and I'm going to try and do it. One last thought. So how do you do it? My wife suggested this to a bacher years ago. It was a fairly, fairly shy bacher, and you know, he started dating. dating. And like, the idea of sitting with this young woman, a young woman, you know, very scary for him, etc. How does he deal with that? Um, fellow had really very little inter- inter- interface with, you know, the, the opposite gender at that point in time. He said, the whole thing was just like, he said, stop for a second. If you're going to sit there and think about how nervous and uncomfortable you are the whole time, it's going to be a disaster. The person next to you probably is also uncomfortable. Think about what you can do to make them comfortable. And that should be your focus. Just think about how you can make them comfortable. And if you do that, you'll stop worrying about yourself. If you're worrying about somebody else, you will be comfortable. You'll have a good time. Aroma Vino was the Mura Chesed. Aroma Vino was the Rosh Hamaminim. Romina saw Kodesh Baruch Hu. You know why? Because he didn't focus on himself. He focused outward. He saw the guy next to him. He saw the guy next to him what the, that person's fears were, what that person's desires were, what that person's needs were. And he cared about the person and he addressed it. When you start mm-hmm. focusing outward, not just about me and me, worrying about me and being comfortable about me, you, you, you take off the straitjacket. And you start seeing the world as the world really is. And all of a sudden, like, yeah, it's a gender. Like, what else? Yeah, there's a God. What else? 
yeah, there's this gorgeous Bria, which is there's clearly somebody directing it. What else? Clearly, he has interest in me. What else? What, he clearly has a plan for me. What else? He gave me directions what to do about it. What else? And he loves me tremendously. What else? The, 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 the world is screaming that the Bershom is here. The world is screaming at us. And we're so busy focusing inward that we don't notice it. And the way we can sometimes help ourselves focus outwards, the Ramavinu of the world focused outwards, and he started noticing everybody around him. You know, the guy next to me, I want the one going up, he's like, he's scared what people think. He says, you know what? And the guy next to you is just as scared as you. It's like, so now what? So stop it. Make him feel comfortable. Stop thinking about you for now. Just make him feel comfortable. And you'll get out of your nervous, your, your, your fear. And you'll make the next guy feel comfortable you'll start being comfortable with being a different person. And you'll start noticing things around you also. Not the person next to you even, only, but a Kodesh in your lives as well.